When 45% of the workforce thinks leadership is ineffective, you might say there's room for improvement. That's what the most recent Federal Employee Viewpoint survey showed, and to my next guest, that means it's time to fix it. Bob Tobias is a professor in the Key Executive Leadership Program at American University, and he joins me now in studio. And yeah, 45% of the workforce says leadership is effective. That's kind of stuck there for a while, too, hasn't it been? It has stuck there, Tom. The, 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 the role of executive leaders, um, particularly as the Partnership for Public Service has shown, um, have the strongest impact on employee engagement. So if that scores, score goes up or goes down, it has an impact on employee engagement. And, and it makes sense because if I, as an executive leader, am not engaged with those I lead, they're distance. They're, they're at a distance from me. They don't respond to me. I don't know them. They don't know me. And if in that kind of an environment, I do not, as an employee, give my discretionary energy to that executive leader. And that can happen with incoming and outgoing political leaders as much as with career senior executives sometimes or not that well. I mean, they say people don't leave jobs so much as they leave their boss. Well, that's correct. But but in this case, there, there's no question that every executive level leader, both career and political, have an impact on the way those who are in, in uh, government agencies feel about their work. Now, you and I both attended portions of the Senior Executives Association Summit in order to celebrate the winners of the Presidential Rank Awards. And so seeing those awardees and the tremendous accomplishments that they were recognized for, which involved, by implication, teams of people that work for them, we know what is possible on getting things done. What they have accomplished, what they did accomplish in the awards they received was extraordinary. And for me, what it showed is executive leaders who could define a goal, who could define a purpose, who were transparent with those they, they lead. They're, they're respectful. They're inclusive. They delegate. They do all the things that bring those they lead closer to them so that those they lead will give their discretionary energy to that executive leader to accomplish the executive leader's goals and objectives. And I think part of the secret is even though they are working mostly, almost totally anonymously to the general public, which only hears about the occasional malfeasance or what happens at the political level, they don't really know the people deep in the bureaucracies. But I think what it shows is that they are able to move mountains in some cases. And also when the people following you in a program or an effort understand the purpose, then they feel like they're making a difference in the work they do, even if it is largely unknown or seems arcane to those on the outside. Certainly true. I mean, the research about public employees shows that the greatest motivator for a public sector employee is um, momentum toward achieving the goal of the agency. And when that occurs, people are energized to work harder. And these people in, uh, who received those awards were able to create that kind of an environment and a, a, and the fact is that 55.7% of executive leaders ha are not able to do that in the federal government. Interesting. We're speaking with Bob Tobias. He is a professor in the Key Executive Leadership Program at American University. And in your experience, and you've been around the federal government quite a while, what are the personal 
qualities that people in leadership positions need to be leaders and not just managers? Well, I think, uh, Tom, um, the students in my classroom answer that question all the time by the simple question, how many of you have worked for someone for whom you were willing to give your discretionary energy? Everyone always says yes. And then I ask, so what was the behavior that was exhibited? It's always the same. It's never different. That person respected me. That person had my back. That person spent time with me. That person uh, developed me. All of those make a difference. And when the leader spends time with the lead, creating that engagement, that's what produces the results that we see with these rank awards. And sometimes leaders have to do that even when they are carrying, let's say, water for leadership above them that they may or may not be all that engaged with. They can't let that kind of thing influence them. And there's no throwaway lines with respect to, say, the current secretary or undersecretary. Um, That's correct. But there's a difference between the policies that often are made at the top and the personal connection is what we're talking about right now. Sure. The The personal connection between the leader and the led. And that's what I believe creates the engagement and creates the success. And can that quality or acquiring that quality such that you become a leader that people want to follow and work for and work with, can that be taught? Can it be learned? It can be. I mean, it, it, what it takes is personal development, um, personal leader development to understand who I am so that I can connect with you. If I don't understand who I am, I'm going to be in my shell. I'm going to be reclusive. I'm not going to be transparent. If I'm, if I'm not transparent, I have no chance of connecting with you. So where do you go to learn that kind of thing? I guess maybe the key executive leadership program or that you can go to the key executive leadership program, but the the real focus is on what do I need to do to develop myself in a way that I both know myself, I have the self-awareness that I need and the courage to be transparent. If I have those two capacities, then I am authentic. Because that's the ultimate goal. Am I authentic with those I lead? Yeah, and so that gets – I mean that can help in whistleblower situations or heading them off at all. If people I would think can say, hey, this isn't right, Uh, a good leader will – rather than corral the wagons around the issue, will address it head on and not feel, I guess, defensive about what something that someone below them might point out. That's exactly right. If I'm I'm a leader who is in – who is connected to those I lead, um, whistleblowers would not be needed because the whistleblower would have already come to me and I would have already handled it. And beyond all of this, you have the disparagement that happens to the federal bureaucracy. It comes from the media quite often. It comes from politicians quite often. And it's been going on probably since there has been a professional bureaucracy and that's been more than a century. Does that have a lasting effect, do you think, or people just let it roll off their back? I don't think people let it roll off their back. I mean, it's hard to get up to go to work when you open the newspaper and you're the subject of disparagement and false claims and non-substantive attacks. So I believe um, an executive leader creates an environment of support and creates the resilience that people need to keep coming to work every day and giving their discretionary energy. And without that, you have people at their workplace talking about their 
um, issues as opposed to doing their work. I guess this is a good time to be thankful for the Hatch Act. It is a good time to be thankful for the Hatch Act. (laughs) Bob Tobias is a professor in the Key Executive Leadership Program at American University. As always, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Tom. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.